Well, hello there. You're listening to On Air with Adrian. This is an uncensored podcast. Join me as I explore exceptional cocktails, culinary delights, lifestyle trends, and inspiring personalities, and how they shape our daily lives. Now, before we get started, grab yourself a drink and join me on this incredible journey. Today, we're going to be in conversation with the floor wench at Sago House. Number 10 on Asia's 50 best bars. Number 32 on the world's 50 best bars. Daryl Ung, quite a character. You'll see him as soon as you walk into Sago House. He's the one who welcomes you. Desi's not there. Or even if she's serving her drinks, 100% you will bump into this character. That's what I'm going to describe you, Daryl. Thank you for taking the time to join me on this podcast. How are you? Thank you, Adrian. I'm good. It's been busy, really, really busy, but good. I remember when I first asked you to come on the podcast and uh, you're a bit confused, but I know you're a person who uh, has a lot to say. I do. So like, because I thought you wanted to talk about serious things, but like the moment you said chat shit, I was like, done. Me. Done. Done. Exactly. I found the right person. So Dal, you've been at Sago since July 2023. You were there before Asia's 50 Best Bars, World's 50 Best Bars. How has your experience been like at Sago so far? Because not only it's a great bar, great people run it, but what have you learned since you've been there so far? Honestly, being at Sago, I've learned a lot. Firstly, because Sago is a lot more hectic compared to a lot of other bars out there you know we do a lot of high turns we interact with so many people so honestly i've learned that you know i just need to be able to talk about anything it's like something that i picked up from desi you know even if you can't exactly talk to them about a certain topic just be interested you know make them feel welcome fake it till you make it a little bit that very bad <laughs> like i'm like so glad my queer experience came into play with this you know so daryl i understand you're studying mass comms yeah. while you're working at say go yeah how have you found that sort of work-life balance because very demanding of course working at a bar but how do you make time to also study so i don't know if you've seen this meme before so it's basically the triangle so there is work then there is your social life and then there is sleep so i basically sacrificed my social life very bad but i'm grateful that i have friends who are very supportive like we see each other like what once every two three months but they know they get it honestly though like i am a lot lazier than you think I am like I may look like I'm on the ball most of the time at Sego but like if I can do it shortcut shortcut if I could waste less time doing it and spend it somewhere else done yeah work-life balance is very important of course Daryl and um, from you being there you were at the world's 50 best bars unfortunately I wasn't here huge honor for Sego so well deserved number 32 as I mentioned there but since that or being part of an event like that right and to experience all the celebrations you got pretty hammered that night what can you recall i'm told that i'm very put together as a person usually but apparently that night i did like a big fat wipe across my face and proclaimed that i wasn't drunk in like a nice hotel bar and then when we went to the actual after party at like 1880s members club i apparently fell asleep at paradisio's couch and for the listeners who don't know paradisio is number four in the world so i was asleep at their couch while the bartenders from paradisio were standing on the couch jumping up and down right beside me yeah it wasn't a good look (laughs) 
But you were still sleeping. You didn't. I was actually sleeping while like sitting up. You were dead to the world. Very dead. Very dead. Like all I remember was like having champagne at Origin, and then that's it. So this was the fancy bar where you said that you weren't drunk. Yes, I'm very sorry, Niza. I love you. <laughs> the person who um actually talked to you about working at Seiko, you mentioned Desi, but let's talk about Nas, Lil Nas. What made you want to be a part of a project like Seiko? Was Nas very sort of convincing and? Help you move along. Honestly, so when I left my previous place, I was actually just looking for the next job that was available, and I am very fortunate and blessed that this opportunity literally fell into my lap because I met Nas while I was still at my old workplace, and he sort of was like, "Hey, if you're looking to move along, you could come and join us." And so I did, and was very lucky. The team was super accepting, like Celestine. Joel, Norman, as much as sometimes they get on Celestine. my nerves. Celestine. Yes, Celestine. Celestina. That's her government name. Like I can give you like the full name with the Chinese name too, but I'll keep it as Celestine. So working at a bar, there's always the possibility to maybe you're interested in someone who walks through the doors, or they could be interested in you. And I've talked to Arathon about this. You know, dating as a bartender, dating as a floor wench though, because <laughs> you, I guess, interact a lot more with your guests rather than someone behind the bar. I mean, it depends how crowded bar is, of course. On the certain days, but what is your game plan? So honestly, you're gonna be so disappointed. I do not have a game plan. I'm the worst at like rising up customers. Like I will be like, this is a table, but like be like, this is the chair. I think the shoes are yellow. I'll say things like that. But I generally don't think about hitting on customers. But usually, if I find them cute, like I'll just be straight up with it. Like yeah. you know. But if it happens, it happens. Like I'm not chasing after love. I don't actively be like, oh, you should give me your number. Yeah. Oh my God! Buy me a shot. No, 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 no. I'm like, you're cute. I mean, I'm known for wearing shorts to work. I always wear shorts to work. So like, maybe you know, I'll poke a leg out once in a while, just like, hey, give them some bait, you know, yeah. fresh meat. I don't go in too obvious with it because at the end of the day, like, I feel like I have to be professional is one thing, but I also feel like I have to be very aware of how I'm coming across yeah. because like, even the slightest hint of being nice sometimes it can come across as being flirty. Yeah, and maybe a little bit too forward. Yes, and like it has actually garnered like unwanted attention before. So mm. like at my previous job, I've actually gotten like manhandled by like a guy, which I was like, no, uh-uh, yeah. honey. Yeah, it was so humiliating because it happened in front of like other guests as well. Yeah. So I felt more anger for my guests than me. And so, how did you sort of react to that situation? What did you do? I actually flipped him off. Yeah, like I actually flipped the guy off, and like I was so scared that like my previous boss would be. Like, why did you do that? But mm. she was so nice and so supporting, and she was like, "You should have yelled. You yeah. would have came out from behind the bar." I was like, "I know. I'm sorry. Just didn't want to cause a scene." Yeah, of course. But dating in general in Singapore, what's your honest take on it? In Singapore, I would say for a queer person, it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I either get like deep pics or sugar daddy requests on Grinder. If not, it will be like swiping on Tinder, and they're just like my trophies. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's my match. One trophy. It never really goes anywhere, and I feel like I suck at dating sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Like I feel like I'm so hyper focused on like certain things in my life that sometimes other things just automatically fall off. That's okay. You still got time, Daryl. You're only like what 21 years old, so.、Uh... I'm actually 26. <laughs>、yeah. Still got a lot of time. I mean, 
when it happens, it happens, right? I mean, I don't think I have a lot of time. The expiry yeah. date for like a gay man is like 21. But we'll see if it happens, it happens. We're in 2024. A lot of people are, I guess, if you're not with it, then, you know, everyone doesn't have to be accepting or have an opinion, yeah. let's say, right? But do you feel safer now compared to, let's say, two years ago? I wouldn't say safer. I would say like just less in the less, spotlight yeah less judgmental like people pay less attention to it now that yeah. everything is kind of normalized but you know we're still not there yet so when you're walking down the street for example you were saying that you know you only wear shorts right <laughs> do you get a lot of looks i do yeah yeah like i used to get like a shit ton of looks people will be like what the fuck is he wearing yeah but right now less and less also because but you own it right you own this look and it's about you so i don't think you give two shits initially when i first came out it was it really affected me and like i always try to keep like a boyfriend but like yeah. right now i'm more of like it's comfortable i like it that's that and like if you don't like it then you can go and just wear whatever you want or eat shit i don't care and uh, what about your friend circle because you mentioned that you probably only get to see them once in three months of so being away how do you deal with still having a good sort of inner circle who are with you through the good and the bad i would say that you just have to be very understanding because my friends are also a bit more adult about like having a life they have like their jobs and everything i have friends who live like halfway across the world in like the us or like they're in europe and i see them once a year but they understand that i have a life and i understand that they have a life but whenever we see each other or if we happen to facetime or call each other is we just pick up like that because we respect that we are working towards something you know but those are the best friendships you know you don't it have to is. see each other for years and then when you see each other it's like nothing's changed yeah. time has just stood still yeah it's beautiful and even if like you know you left like a previous job yeah like you've had that bond already dealing with difficult people or like getting slammed in the ass on service <laughs> you've been through that experience yeah. so like you're like i see you girl and you see me too i got my eyes on you <laughs> <laughs> um maybe not yeah yeah but honestly it's different but you're enjoying what you do because you're studying as well and you said that it's not just being the floor wench, you also help out with a bit of social media as well, right? Yeah, I do. So I do that on the side, but I'm kind of, because like right now, I'm mostly doing reels for Sego. Part of my field of expertise when it comes to mass comm and yeah. marketing in general is photography and writing. So it is a brand new challenge and the marketing manager, Fix, she is very, very, very nice. Like she's so awesome. She's, she's also very good at what she does. She is she is like she she'll just be like just try like shoot as much as you can we'll we'll throw it together later doesn't matter yeah yeah and i'm like and okay, it's good then. to have that sort of support right yeah from you mentioned fix i mean everyone who works within the establishment now you are part of the sago family right I am. so wherever you go people will know you from sago house yeah. Right. But Daryl, before I let you go, if there's one drink, your go-to drink, any bar, what is it? I would say right now, probably a mezcal soda. Okay. Because I am, I just want to get turned. You just want to get turned and yeah. we'll leave it at that. Daryl Ugg, he is the floor wench at Sago House. A very interesting character. Please go visit him and uh, he will look after you at Sago House. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Adrian. Mm -hmm.